Welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we make sure you know there's more going on than you can see or hear. If this podcast episode helps you, would you consider leaving us a review on the app or platform you're using to listen? We appreciate it. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake. And now, your host, Larry Ragland. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Larry Ragland. Welcome to another edition of The Big Picture. Right off the bat, my voice is not great. I just got through preaching two powerful services yesterday, and I'm recovering in my voice right now, so I don't know how good this is going to sound, but I'm not going to let nothing stop me. I'm going to preach the gospel, and I'm going to talk to you about some things. I'm going to talk to you about how I believe in this last day one of the things that's happening with the remnant is that there are mysteries that are going to be revealed to the remnant church. Things in scripture and, and, and things are going to come alive. And I want to talk to you about that today. Hidden in plain sight, things that we have read and taught for years that are going to pop out to us and see in scripture. It's not going to be man's opinion. It's just going to be illumination. And I believe that. And I'm going to show you that where I believe, it's my opinion in just a minute, where scripture supports exactly what I'm saying right after this. Oh yeah, so today's edition is called Hidden in Plain Sight. And I want to show you a scripture uh, that I'm going to read to you. It's found in Daniel Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4. Once again, excuse my voice. I preached it out, y'all. I'm so excited about what God is doing. Everywhere I go, I'm preaching with everything that I got within me. Leaving it all, uh, as they said, in sports, on the field, leaving it all on the table, y'all. So, but I'm not going to let it stop me from doing what I'm called to do right here on this YouTube channel and this podcast. Uh, but I want to I talk to you about hidden in plain sight. Before I do that, I want to make sure that you click subscribe. You click that red subscribe button on our YouTube channel because that is so huge. At the time of this recording, and I hope that this is quickly erased and is irrelevant. But at the time of this recording, we're about 20 people away from that magical 1,000 subscriber. And when we do that, we'll, when we go live, we'll be able to see live chat, everybody's responses. We'll be able to see that uh, scrolling on YouTube. Many other things will open up on YouTube. Uh, it is, uh, I found out that when I go live, uh, the, the comments on the live is not seen by everyone. Uh, and it's just a lot of things will happen if you'll help us get over that the thousand subscriber. Like I said, we're at the time of this recording, we're about 20 people away, y'all. So let this broadcast be the one that does it. And then hit that like button and give us a comment and give us a share. That will help us tremendously. So I'm going to get a drink of water, y'all, before I get into this. Daniel chapter 12, verse 4 says something that's very powerful. And those that teach prophecy, they know the importance of the scripture. So, so Daniel is writing about end times things. He's writing about all the incredible things that parallel with the book of Revelation. <clears throat> and, we, and we see him talking about the Antichrist. We talk, see him talking about uh, end times events. And then something really strange happens. Just all of a sudden in verse 4 of Daniel chapter 12, he says, but you, Daniel... Shut up the words. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Shut up the words and seal the book 
until the time of the end. This is until the time of the end. For many shall run to and fro. Knowledge shall increase. God, this is, I hate this on my voice. And knowledge shall increase. I want to talk like T.D. Jakes, and I think I'll be all right. Get ready, get ready, get ready. <clears throat> but uh, actually, I think I sound like a a horse um, Optimus Prime that's lost his voice. <clears throat> but he, he says a couple of things that's uh, very, very important. I want to break it down. It's going to be a quick podcast. First, he says, shut up the words. And that, that simply means stop writing. Stop writing. Stop recording what you're seeing. Now, he makes it clear that he says, when you stop writing, I want you to seal up the book until the time of the end. So it, it, it seems to me that it is at the very least implying and probably emphatically stating that many of the things that, that Daniel was writing about would be illuminated you know, by John and some others. But it more than that, more than sealing up what he saw and more than sealing up what he was recording and stopping writing about what he was recording was the fact that, that God is speaking to Daniel about a time where a time, there's coming a time, and when you'll know that this time is here because it will be the end, number one, it will be at the end, and let me just break it down for you and let you understand something that it's very simple to understand that there cannot be but one end. There cannot be more than one ending of anything. There is one start or beginning of anything, and there is one end or ending of anything. Once something comes to an end, you can't have another end. You have to either it's over or you have to start something new again. So it's very obvious when you look at the book of Daniel and you see what he's writing about, which, which most theologians believe, not all, but most theologians believe that he's talking about future prophetical events that are going to happen, in my opinion, in my lifetime and in your lifetime, but certainly in the lifetime of a generation that is referred to many times in Scripture as the final generation. So we know it's the end. <clears throat> now watch this. He says, seal it up until the time of the end when many shall run to and fro. Now you understand that that means uh, unstable. There's no stability. They're, they're running over here. They're running over there. They're following this voice. They're following that voice. They believe this on Sunday. They believe this on Monday. And if there's ever been a generation that we see instability, compromise within the body of Christ, it's now. It's because we have so many voices, just like this, this particular uh, medium that I'm on right now, video and podcast. And, and there is millions upon millions of these channels. So there are voices going out. Some are theologically correct. Some make sense. Some are beneficial to you. But many of them are just heresy. Many of them are just man's opinion. Uh, many of them are, quite frankly, just stupid, stupid stuff, okay? But, but we're, I mean, it's amazing how many people will, will buy into the stupid stuff, will buy into the fantasy, buy into 
the almost unthinkable to believe that it is even potentially true, but then they won't believe the word of God that has stood the test of time. So, you know, you think about the days of Noah, you know, people were just doing whatever they wanted to do. They were satisfying the flesh. And Jesus made it very clear that the, that the last days would be as in the days of Noah. And, and they would just be running to and fro. You know, one scripture says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And then he goes on to say, let not that double-minded man think that he shall receive anything from God. So there's really, there's no benefit at all um, just going with the flow. In fact, the child of God is called to go against the flow. Uh, but now, I'm trying to show you something. So Daniel is writing all this stuff. And then he says, there's going to come a time at the end, and at the end of this thing called, you know, civilization, you want to call it that? You want to certainly call it the end of the church age, which is what we're in now, the dispensation of the church. When you begin to see the coming of the end of the church age, you'll see people running to and fro, uh, believing every little wind of doctrine, tickling ears, they'll believe what anybody tells them, because there's because most people in the church don't have any kind of understanding of Scripture on their own. They don't read the Bible on their own. They don't have any time where they study the Word of God on their own. All they know about God's Word is a lot of times what they see on a YouTube channel, or if they go to church still, which is amazing if you even still go to church nowadays. But if you do go to church, you'll hear what your pastor says. And in a lot of churches, you're going to get a 20-minute sermon. Not in my church. That's why I preach my voice out. Uh, but and, and that's all they know about it. And they don't ever verify whether it's true or not. So they're just believing every wind of doctrine. Now listen, here's the, here's the one powerful thing of what this broadcast is about called Hidden in Plain Sight is that it says, until the time of the end where many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Knowledge shall increase. Now, now, just I'm sure everybody that's watching this right now uh, has one of these phones here. Uh, it's some type of phone. They call it a smartphone, but can I tell you something? It's, it might be a smartphone, but it's making us dumber, okay? It's a smartphone in the hand of a dumber person. Because we have put too much of our lives into that smartphone. Now, what I want to tell you is this. I believe for a long time preaching this message, preaching this scripture. I've preached eschatology, which is end times prophecy. I've taught the book of Revelation several times. And in fact, the book of Revelation is right here on my YouTube channel. You can go back and watch every single episode where I taught the book of Revelation verse by verse. It's some of the same, some of the first videos that I put on this channel. Well, I've preached this, that the days of knowledge shall increase as head knowledge, as we will be a generation that has more head knowledge than any generation in, in history. And I certainly believe that because that phone that I just held up is, is probably 50 to 100 times more powerful than the first computer that I had when I got married. I, I had something called a Tandy 1000. A Tandy 1000 from Radio Shack with a dot matrix printer. I mean, it, it, I mean, my goodness. I mean, a jump drive had, has 10 times more of the storage than my first computer. 
So we have evolved in knowledge. We have got smarter and more intelligent. Think of the things we're doing in space technology and digital technology and um, medical technology. And this is only the things that we know about. I mean, let me just tell you, I live by the rule that what we know about is is only probably 20% of what we actually can do that our military has and certain uh, individual and secret groups have a, have a hold of. You know, by the time we get it, it's old technology to the military. But that being said, I began to see some things happening in the remnant re- recently. And I'm not saying this is biblical. I'm not saying this is, you know, solid doctrine of what I'm saying. I'm just seeing a pattern here that made me relook at the scripture. The days that knowledge shall increase. I begin to see things opening up in scripture. Uh, and I'm not talking about interpretation. I'm not talking about, well, maybe I could apply that this way. I never saw the ability to apply that this way before. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual text. I'm talking about the actual things that are in Scripture. of some, Quite frankly, throughout Scripture, but in some of the most famous stories that we know, stories like David and Goliath, story like, stories like the Garden of Eden. And where it really came alive to me is in the story of Joseph in the coat of many colors and in the, in the story of the life of Joseph. There is a passage of Scripture, and I'm not going to give it away right here because I'm going to do another uh, episode about this. But if you'll go to the very end of the story of Joseph when he reveals himself to his brothers uh, as the right-hand man to Pharaoh in Egypt, the, when he says to them, you thought you did this to me. You thought you killed me. You thought all of this was your doing. But what you didn't really understand is God sent me here. And then he begins to say some things about who he is in God and what he knows God is doing in his life. That when I read that, I, I couldn't believe it. It was like a light came on and I saw a passage of scripture that I had read a hundred times I had heard people preach it. It had. I've. I've since gone to multiple seasoned veteran preachers. I'm talking about 25, 30, 35 years of preaching experience. And I showed this to him and asked him, "Have you ever noticed what it says right here? Have you? Is this ever a? a, a was was it ever apparent to you that Scripture said this right here?" And every single one of them without fail was like, what? How in the world did I not see that? How in the world have I not preached that? How in the world have I not comprehended that when I read that? Because here's what I think is happening. I think what, what, what he was saying to Daniel is there are certain things in Scripture that God has supernaturally blinded the church to seeing because it is the final generation at the end when people are running to and fro looking for direction. Oh, I've heard it all before. I've heard it all before. I don't want your God thing. There's going to be an illumination of scripture, not a new revelation, not anything added to scripture. I'm not that. I don't believe in that. That's heresy. 
but I'm talking about just simply seeing things in Scripture that have been hidden in plain sight. And I believe that what he was telling Daniel is that this is going to happen at the time of the end, at the time more than we've ever known where people were running to and fro, and at the time that knowledge shall increase. Supernatural. See, the, the, there's a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge, which is one of the, one of the gifts of the Spirit that's mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. You may believe they died off with the apostles. You can believe that all you want to. Hey, I don't care what you say. You ain't got a single scripture that's going to make me believe the power of God is not still real and he's not still working and the gifts of the Spirit is not still operating. Your argument is worthless with me because I've had an experience. Your argument will always fall at the feet of my experience. I've seen God work. You can't tell me that miracles don't happen. I've seen blinded eyes open. I don't know why some people's blinded eyes open and some people's have. I don't know why I've laid hands on people to be healed of deaf ears and they didn't hear and why I've laid hands on people that have been deaf for 38, 40 years of their life or from birth and then all of a sudden they can hear. I don't understand why this one happened that one didn't, but just because that one didn't don't negate the one that did. I've seen the miracles. I've watched people get out of wheelchairs and walk that couldn't walk. I've seen it and I've experienced it and I don't care. And if you start commenting down, down low, trying to tear down, tear down the power of the Holy ghost, I will delete you because I don't want that mess on my, my channel because I believe in the power of God and I believe in the gift of the word of knowledge. And I believe God is going to give us supernatural wisdom and knowledge, nothing new and extra. That's not what I'm preaching. I'm just saying, we're going to see some things in scripture that no other generation has seen, and they've been hidden in plain sight. And you're not going to have to have, uh, you're not even going to have to have a, a degree. You're not going to have to be a doctor or a PhD to see it. I believe the spirit-filled people, and I believe the remnant church that stays faithful during this time and says, God, I want to see what your word says. I want to believe what your word says. And I need to see everything. That's great. I, I, here's, here's the final thing I'm going to tell you about God. God's not the author of confusion. The Bible clearly says that God is not the author of confusion. Well, it's confusion. It's confusion if you believe that God gave us 66 books from Genesis to Revelation. And that we would live for thousands of years having this these letters being written to us. And certainly, uh, since, you know, the early church age when they began to write these letters, and then, of course, later on, it be, they begin to compile them, translate them into our language. King James Version was translated in 1611. That's a long time for us to have Scripture. That's a lot of preachers that's broke down Scripture. You think for a minute, that God is going to let this thing wind down and he's going to come and get us and take us to be with him and wind down the church age with multiple things in scripture that have not been seen and have not been understood. No, God is very intentional and he's not the author of confusion. So if it's in the word of God, there will be a generation that will understand, comprehend, digest, fully get it, Every single 
bit of scripture. And there are things in there that don't make sense to our mind. There are things that have been in there for years that didn't make sense to certain generations. You know, before 1948, you know, the nation of Israel did not exist in, in the United Nations and so forth. So when you see prophecies about what was going to happen in Israel, it was probably very difficult for those preachers to understand. How's this going to happen in Israel? How's this going to happen in Jerusalem? But then guess what? It, the, the people came back to Israel after World War II. Israel was a nation again. And then in the 60s, uh, Israel took possession of Jerusalem and the Mount. And um, these things began to, people began to go, oh, okay, there it is, there it is. I believe the final generation is going to be flooded. Remember he said in Joel that it would be the former and the latter rain combined in one month. He said one is the planting rain, one is the harvest rain. There will be a planting and a harvest rain at the same time. It's going to be such a quick move in this final move of God. You know, Jesus even said that there will be a generation that will reap where they have not sown meaning there will be generations of people before them that sowed seed that, that for whatever reason never reaped the harvest of that seed that will be flooded in that final generation. That's us. And I believe, and I've already seen it happening in my life, and I've already seen it happening in other men and women of God's life that I've shared this with. The Scripture is coming alive because there are principles that have been in there for hundreds and thousands of years, thousands of years, and hundreds, and certainly millennial, that have not been seen. They've been there all along. We've read right over them, or we, or we, or it just didn't make sense to our culture at that time. But I believe in that one scripture to Daniel. We are given a nugget of a generation at the end. That knowledge shall increase. That there will be an illumination and a seeing of something that we need to see. And it's not just for us to be able to see it. It's not just so that we can say, oh, look what I saw. It will be seen and comprehended because it will need to be seen and comprehended for the remnant. It will be applied to this generation and it will set the captive free. I'm telling you right now, this world is experienced, the church is experiencing a revival for those that desire the revival. And I'm going to tell you, I desire the revival. That's why I preach my voice out. That's why I know some of y'all are laughing at me on this, and I'm laughing at myself, be honest with you. Because the natural said, don't make a show till your voice comes back. And I said, devil, you are a liar. Because I am a remnant voice, and I'm a remnant preacher. And I'm going to preach <laughs> the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you hadn't hit that subscribe button yet, you need to do it right now because this channel is going to change the world. The remnant is rising. I'll see you next time. Share this with somebody and tell them, join the remnant nation. This is Larry Raglan telling you, open up your eyes. We ain't talking about being woke, but we are awake. I'll see you next time. God bless.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. We hope it helped you, encouraged you, and empowered you. Please consider leaving us a review on your app of choice and share with family and friends. And remember, we ain't woke, but we are certainly awake.